This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of The Garden Show with Charlie Dobbin. Heard every Saturday morning at 9 on Zoomer Radio, the new AM740. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of The Garden Show with Charlie Dobbin. Heard every Saturday morning at 9 on Zoomer Radio, the new AM740. Welcome, friend, to our weekly garden party. We hope you brought along your questions because it's time to dish the dirt. On The Garden Show with Charlie Dobbin, exclusively on Zoomer Radio. Hey, lady! I knew you were going to do that. <laughs> Wacko. Do my Jerry Lewis for Charlie. Uh-huh. Hello, good morning. Frank Brock here along with Charlie Dobbin. Of on course, The Garden Show. Frigid about kind the, of day. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I stayed downtown last night. Smart. Uh, because, well, the weather reports were not clever, you know, for I know. people it, heading out. It could have been 60 centimeters of snow, as it turns out. It's not much. Yeah, thank goodness. But, uh, yeah. Well, I had a great night, though. Super stayed over cool. at my son Toby's. Uh, yes. He lives in the downtown area. So uh, three of my grandchildren are there. And we're snuggled all on snuggled the couch. up on the couch watching um, Guardians of the Galaxy. Oh, uh, a sci-fi right. thing. It was yes, kind of yes, fun. Yes. So, yeah, had a great night nice. and uh, slept on the couch. And let's see, mouse, How was that? the dog. Is that, oh, was yeah, that great? No, it was good. It's comfortable. Good. Okay. Yep, yeah. yep. Because couches can be a no, little shaky. No, yeah, no, no. Brand new couch. Oh, perfect. So, yeah. Just for you, they got this couch. <laughs> no. Grandpa's But it was, it was great. And, uh, yeah, so... Um, yeah, Tobe just dropped me off at the station because I left my car here last night. Oh, and right. uh, yeah. it was, it, but it was, you know, I think a smart thing to do. A lot of people, of course, having problems. You, you got your windows were all my, my windows were frozen, frozen. shut. <laughs> <laughs> no, my doors were fine. So, yeah. I, and my car was in the garage. Like we're, we're oh, not talking wow. about a car sitting out. But you know, what? it's because of all that rain. So everything was right. so solidly yeah. wet, and, and it then went, this the temp just super boom, freeze plummeted. So all that liquid became solid. Precip- Precipitously, yeah. <laughs> the precipitation <laughs> precipitously got cold. So, yeah. I better give these phone numbers. You know, that I've just done them. This we is have, the garden show. Yes, yes. Let's and, talk uh, gardening. We have the master gardener right here for mm-hmm. your enjoyment. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, <laughs> Along with and, my sidekick, the under, under, under gardener, <laughs> Thank you. Franklin Proctor. All right. <laughs> phone number if you're calling from the Toronto area, 416-360-0740. And then anywhere in the province, toll free, one 866 And you have to bear with me if I sneeze because <laughs> I've caught the cold that Shirley has had for about a week now. I, I thought, I'm going to escape it. No. Hit with a vengeance yesterday. Yeah, so. you sound a bit grouchy. Yeah, yeah. It's a little uh, low in the tones, Hot as it were. toddies. Mm. Yes. Hey, did you notice all the Christmas decorations are gone? That, yeah. I just realized. And you know what? My Christmas tree, it's halfway undecorated. I'm still <laughs> not completely undecorated. Like I'd like to know, how do you set the date for, for undecorating the well, seasonal stuff? Because, yeah. uh, you know, my neighborhood, everybody sort of went up and went down, blink of an eye. You know, even the Christmas Ba-doom. lights are yeah. all unplugged outside. Yeah. And I'm like, mine are still on, my tree's still up. And like, well, Shirley uh, got busy. We, we actually all got busy uh, taking all the Christmas. She's got Christmas plates and stuff I know, like that. Everything. She's downstairs. Got Christmas I took underwear. the Christmas tree down itself. No, it was a phony. It's, yeah. not, it's not a real tree. So just took it apart and took it downstairs for storage. But later. when? 
like earlier last week or last weekend? No, uh, two days ago. Oh, so just, yeah. okay, I don't feel so bad then. Yeah, yeah. No, it just, no. Yeah, it just feels to me like everybody's kind of put Christmas away and forgotten about it, and I'm still going, well, I like my tree. <laughs> my cats like the tree. Yeah. They snuggle under the tree all the time. Like, that's their favorite place, is snuggling I mean, under the Christmas if tree. If you've got a dog, hey, indoor plumbing, wow. Oh, <laughs> no. <laughs> no, no. Down, Fido. Um, you know what? We could, we could do, you were telling me just before we went on air about a very interesting uh, I will. Uh, I'll tell you more about you that. I will. Yeah, it was a trade show. It's an okay. annual uh, called Landscape Ontario Congress. All right. So it's huge. It's a huge, a huge event, and I will tell you more about it. But probably we'll hope to get some calls. Yeah, and, and feel free when you're calling just to tell us when you take down your Christmas decorations because I'm interested. Um, but, we're, we're nosy on this show. <laughs> well, I just want to know yeah. what's the magical date? Like, how do people? So twelve days of Christmas come into it at all? Does it Isn't extend that before? beyond? Well, no. but then you see, then there's the Orthodox yeah, um, yeah. Christmas, which happens nine days after. So it was last Sunday. Hmm. So, I mean, I have yeah. a Russian friend across the street, and she still got her stuff up. Well, and so I, and I'm supporting her, I figure. Okay. <laughs> Did you have any announcements that you had? Oh, to I go do. Through? But you know what? Should we take yeah. a quick break and then I'll yeah. do my, my short announcements? Okay. We we'll do that. Uh, say, uh, yeah. Let's see. Say. We'll be back. <laughs> We're not going anywhere, really, but we've got to allow some commercials to hit the air to pay for this wonderful show. Okay, yeah, there we are. Okay, <laughs> back in moments here on The Garden Show from Zoomer Radio. Daffodils and daisies, bluebells and begonias, forsythia and foxgloves, marigolds, magnolia, lavender and lupins, dahlias, delphiniums, stalks, fox, hollyhocks, tulips and sweet williams. You've picked the right place for everything floral. This is The Garden Show with Charlie Dobbin, exclusively on Zoomer Radio. Hey, Charlie, uh, one thing I forgot, well, a couple of things I forgot, actually. <laughs> I think you were a little distracted yeah, there. Well, yeah, this cold is... is Blame you know, the cold, of yes, course. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I forgot to, number one, besides giving out our phone numbers, 416-360-0740 in Toronto, one 740 anywhere in the province, toll-free. Uh... Their little mantra. Call early, call often. One question per call. It's not and a little mantra. It's a very important it's a, mantra. Yes, of course it is. <laughs> I'll agree with anything you say. I think so. <laughs> I'm going to keep out of trouble today anyway I can. <laughs> I don't and believe that for a second. If you're a first-time first caller, let uh, Sebastian know, mm-hmm. and he will pass that on to me, and then... That's what you're going to hear when you come to the air. Land, hey, look at, look at. Ruth in Font Hill. <laughs> There you are. Hey, Ruth. Welcome, <laughs> first-time caller. Good Hi. morning. Good Welcome morning. to the show. Good, good morning, Charlie. How's, what's going on at your place? Pardon me? What's going on at your place? What's going on at our place? Well, we're, we've got a lot of snow, and it's very, very cold in Font Hill. Yeah, I believe it. <laughs> anyway, I'm calling about an amaryllis that we planted about six weeks mm-hmm. ago. Mm-hmm. And the leaves on it, we have many, many leaves, mm-hmm. and they're about 19 inches tall. And there's no sign of any bud or bloom. Is Was this a brand new amaryllis, or is this from last year? No, it's a brand new one. Oh. And also, it looks, it's kind of weird, uh, from the bottom of the bulb, there's another uh, smaller, two little uh, leaves coming yeah. out. And they're about, oh, almost five inches 
Yeah, so, well, it's kind of weird. I've never seen this happen. Well, no, the little leaves are coming off of a little bulb that you probably can't see. Oh, so okay. what's happened is is that the the mother bulb, the big one, yes. has has uh, created some little babies around the base. Oh, okay. Which is very common. That happens. But I'm surprised you didn't get a flower if it was a there, brand new. No, bulb. there's not. There's not even a sign of it. Usually, you can see yeah. from in beside in in between the leaves, there's nothing coming up. It's just leaves. But usually the flower comes up first. So did you get the bulb from a reputable dealer? <laughs> we bought it at a grocery store. Uh-huh. <laughs> right. And when you got was it like on sale because it was the end of the season kind of thing? No, no. We bought it at the beginning of the season. Oh, okay. Yeah, like you said, six weeks ago. But um, the, the, the name brand on the box I had seen in other stores mm. in... Um, in nurseries, mm-hmm. greenhouses, and whatnot. So I figured it was okay to buy it. Well, some, you know what? It does come down to the size of the bulb, right? The bigger the bulb, the bigger the flowers, and the more flowers you'll get, mm-hmm. and the more you'll pay as well. So the bigger well, it, ones. Well, it is a good sized bulb. Yeah. Well, you know what? I just say be patient. It might still pop a flower for you. In the meantime, be careful to not overwater, right? Just make sure you water when it's dry. Yeah. Keep it in that sunny location that you've got it in, and pray for flowers. If you don't get any flowers this time around, just let it be a green plant uh-huh. right through the spring, right through the summer. Even put it outside for the summer, if you wish, just into a shady spot in its pot and let it grow. Let it be a green plant. And uh, end of summer, that's when you'll put it someplace where you'll you'll stop watering it and it won't get rained on. Mm-hmm. Uh, and just put it away. Let the leaves shrivel up and die. They'll turn yellow and drop off. And let it sit all by itself quietly dormant doesn't have to be cold but it has to be dark and dry and uh and leave it like that for about you know 10 weeks and when you pull it out at that point and sit it you know on the living room table or whatever uh the first thing that comes up should be a flower so it's all about the initiation of the flower bulb and when they don't when it doesn't happen it's not always perfectly clear why it doesn't happen but <laughs> it, as long as it's fat and juicy it will happen eventually so the, the flower should always come up first. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, usually that's what you expect is the flower. Um, you'll see it. That'll be the first bud that's poking up out of the bulb. Oh, and it's, well, it's much fatter than a leaf bud. Absolutely no sign of it. But, uh, but anyway, so you're time. saying just stick it out. Yeah, let it be. Bear, bear with it. Yeah. Stick it outside in the summer and let it die off and... And bring it in and let it start all over again? That's right. It's just going to need that little resting period in between oh. growing and and, uh, and little rest and then let it grow again. Oh, okay. What about room temperature in the house? Uh, just average room temperature is fine. You know, 70, 72, that sort of thing. It is a tropical bulb. It's originally from South Africa. <laughs> so mm-hmm. it's quite attuned to warm temperatures. Because we always turn our temperature down at night before going to bed, and that's, I was wondering if that yeah. affected it no, at all. No, that's fine. No, I'm sure you're not down. You're not going below zero, so I'm sure. Oh you, no, no. Yeah. it's about uh, about sixty six. Oh, that's fine. Yep. No, that's very. That shouldn't bother it. Yeah, shouldn't no. bother it at all. Should be just fine. Actually, mm-hmm. very normal uh, from its origins kind of temperatures. So maybe we should try buying our bulbs elsewhere. <laughs> um, you know, it's hard to say because I bought I think four bulbs from Home Depot, if you can imagine. Uh huh. Which is is certainly not a highly reputable supplier and I potted them all up and gave them to other people and they have been phenomenal they've all bloomed with multi-flower stems and lots okay. and lots of at, flowers at Home Depot at Home Depot mm-hmm. so you know they were just the bare ones you know no box no kit yeah. just a simple bulb but but I do <clears throat> when I'm buying bulbs I want the biggest ones I can get 
<clears throat> excuse me, with clean, like no nicks, like no chunks missing out of the bulb. You know, you want it to be in good condition when you when you get it, and then of course you want to plant it right away. No. Okay. <laughs> well, this one came all complete, you know, with the pot yeah. and the soil and everything, and, yeah. and it had a name brand on it, and we figured it yeah, would be okay. It was, just, it was around five dollars. <laughs> Sounds like the less you do here, the better. <laughs> yeah. Almost, you know? <laughs> Right? Right. Well, um, okay. All right. Yeah, well, we'll, we'll bear with it. Yeah, we don't know if anything's going to happen. But what if, so you're saying that the ones that are sprouting out from the underneath it are just a, a baby bulb? Let them be. Yep. Just let everything grow. Uh huh. Okay. All right. Give well, us a ring we'll just, uh, when, when that we're, happens. We're going to ignore it then and let it okay. do whatever it's going to do. Yeah, just water when it's dry. Whenever there's an activity, though, Ruth, give us a call back and let us know what's going on, okay? <laughs> well, I, I will whenever we ever get a bloom on it. <laughs> All righty. Take care now. Thank you for joining us here on this Saturday morning. You know, at uh, this time of year, yep. that's the number one question, amaryllis. Yeah, isn't that funny, eh? The rest of the year, the number one question is hydrangea. Okay. Why isn't it blooming? <laughs> now, let's take another call here. Uh, I was going to take a break, but I think we can take another call. Uh, right. Wanda, you say, mm. you're in charge. Okay. Whoa. Uh, Wanda in Scarborough. Good morning. Welcome to the show. Oh, good morning, Charlie good morning. and Frank. How's... Happy New Year to you. Thank, Thank you. you. And you too. Thank you. I'm calling regarding my lantana plant. Mm-hmm. This dear little plant, I took it in from the garden. Mm-hmm. All the leaves fell off, and I thought maybe it was dying, but the leaves came back, and it's blooming nice. a little bit, and I didn't know whether to fertilize it, or I wanted actually to make it a little bit smaller. Oh, okay. Well, you know what? I, well, then don't fertilize it, because that's going to make it bigger. Um, do what you're doing, because you're obviously doing something right. It, it's going to want lots of sun. Only water it when it's dry. Let it dry right down between waterings. Oh. And you could, if you want to do some cutting back, you could do that now, or you could wait a couple of weeks, you know, wait till more, uh, you know, mid-February. But at whatever point you decide to do the cutting back, remember you're going to cut back to where you see either leaves or buds, and you're going to make the plant balanced so that it's, when mm-hmm. it grows, it'll, it will be a nice-looking nice plant. And at, when you do that pruning, you can fertilize at that time. So that would be just with a, you know, made-up uh, water-soluble flowering plant fertilizer. Right. Um, well, I was giving it a little bit of water every day. Don't do that. Don't do that. That is that is so wrong. Oh. Are you do you listen to the show often? Cuz you got you got to listen all the time now. But it seems so dry and I thought, well, I better give it just a little drink. <laughs> I know, cuz people are worried about overwatering. So they give a little, you know, a tablespoon a day. All right. So that's the absolute wrong way to water. Sorry, I don't mean to be rude, but here's what you want to do. You want to water thoroughly. You want to give it, like, if it needs six cups of water or a gallon of water, give it whatever amount of water it needs so that it's thoroughly saturated. Water has run through into the saucer below. The soil is soggy. And you, you dump want, that water that's out. That's right. Yeah. You want to drain all that with sogginess off. You want to let, you know, you don't leave that saucer full of water below the plant. You give it 10, 10 15 minutes, then you dump out the saucer let that water drain out of the drainage holes of the pot and let it be. And don't water it again until it's dry. So it might be a week, it might be two weeks, it might be two months. It's just a question of feeling the soil and water thoroughly, but rarely. Yeah, that's where a moisture meter might be handy, sticking it down. Depends how big the pot is. It doesn't sound like it's a very big pot. What's the lantana in, about a six-inch pot? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So you you can get used to the... 
By weight, almost, right? By, I do it by weight. I feel that just pick up the pot. When it's really dry, it's going to be very light. And then you'll and feel the soil at the same time. Just double check your kind of two things with your fingers and with the weight. And when you do this thorough watering and you've really you know saturated and got the soil well moistened, then feel the weight and feel the soil. And then you've got some, you know, sort of a, a guideline. Benchmark, exactly. I was going to say for the Christmas decorations, I do mine in stages because I don't like to see it all go. I know, it's pretty dramatic, isn't it? All up, all down, yeah. So what I do is I have a little Christmas tree in the window, and it has a big wreath around it with lights. Mm -hmm. And then there's lights around the window. Mm -hmm. So after a couple of weeks, I take down the Christmas tree part, Oh, yeah. But then I leave the, the lighted wreath right. for another few weeks. Oh, okay. And I don't take the... Gradual steps. Yeah, <laughs> yeah and I don't take the outer, well, the um, lights that go right around the windows until February the 14th. Oh, oh so you do day. have a date. You, uh-huh. you work to I a date. I do, well, because it's neat. nice to drive up. When it's dark, yeah, out, yeah, you yeah, see yeah, the lights right. in the bay window. Right, I agree with you. That's super. all right. That's great. Thank you. For, I'm so glad you shared that, Wanda, because I'm totally with you on that. Oh, I, good. I don't like the drama either. <laughs> no, Put and I don't like it down. dark when it's lighter by that time. Yeah, true. Then I don't mind taking it out. There you go. Hey, well, thanks, thanks for that info. All right, and look Not after a- that lantana. Enjoy. Okay. Thank you so much for joining us here on a Saturday morning, which, by the way, is a gorgeous-looking day out there. Now, mind you, it's pretty chilly, but it looks great. Pretty blue sky. Yeah. But Uh, they are talking about maybe some snow later. Yeah, i got to get a hold of an official uh, word from Environment Canada, but let me just... (laughs) You don't trust me. Well, yes, I do. Yeah, I do so. Uh, You know, I'm looking at our monitors here, and we're going to be going to the callers in just a couple of moments. We have two Lorraines online, one from Toronto, Why? and then one uh, a Lorraine from Cambridge. Sweet Lorraine's, ready to join the show in moments <laughs> here on, on Zoomer Radio. Uh, and you are listening to The Garden Show as we broadcast live and direct from the Zoomerplex in Liberty Village, AM 740, 96.7 FM in downtown Toronto. And uh, we shall join both our uh, Lorraine's in just a couple of moments. <laughs> change stations just because the weather changes garden tips and advice all year round this is the garden show with charlie dobbin exclusively on zoomer radio and i've just found joy i'm as happy as a baby boy with another brand new choo-choo joy When I met my sweet Lorraine, Lorraine, Lorraine <laughs> Hey, well, Lorraine. just in, by way I of welcoming you. both Lorraines First, we're going to speak to, uh, that was Nat King Cole, by the way um, Lorraine from Toronto, welcome to the show Good morning, Charlie and Frank, Happy New Year to you both oh, thank Good morning, you. thank you um, I called before Christmas um, sometime about my orchids that had these little bugs on them, Charlie, mm-hmm. and they ended up having fungus all in the roots. I overwatered them. Now, I've managed to save one. I've got roots about an inch long. What would? What do I plant it in? It's still in water, and it's growing leaves out the side. Really? So you've got the orchid in water? Yeah, I've had it in water since about uh, when I called you back around November sometime. 
And it's sitting there, and now it's starting to sprout yeah. little branches off the side there. Okay. So what I would do is, depending what's cl- uh, what's your closest garden center or even potentially a Home Depot, Canadian Tire, go in now, today if you can, and go to wherever their plant section is, and you will find packages of orchid bark. So it'll, okay. it'll be with potting soils. So okay. find the indoor planting area, and uh, well, you'll see all the cactus soil, African violet soil, and you'll find orchid mix or orchid bark. And that's okay. what you need. And you need a pot, preferably a terracotta pot, though there are actual orchid pots with extra holes. The trick I think with, that's why I order put water. <laughs> yeah, the trick with orchids is they do want really good aeration. So they want chunky, they want to live in, a, in sort of a chunky substrate so that when you water, all the spaces between all those chunks of bark is filled up with water. But okay. the water drains through very quickly. Quickly, the bark starts to dry down, the orchid absorbs the moisture, and now you've got big air spaces, so you've got lots of good gas exchange. Orchid mm-hmm. roots orchid roots like they need that to be exposed to air. They need that gas exchange in order to be healthy and happy. And and yeah. Lorraine, I'm not sure if you realize, but on February, weekend of February 10th and 11th is the big orchid show at the Toronto Botanical Gardens. So oh, okay. that's Leslie and Lawrence here in Toronto. Okay. Both days of that weekend, and I'm telling you, everything you've oh, ever wanted to know yeah. about orchids, you can definitely get answers to your question there, because there's tons of experts, but it's a beautiful, beautiful show. It's okay. thousands and thousands of orchids. in you know, Something like 30,000. Yeah, really. being exhibited. Oh, that would be lovely. It smells amazing. It's, oh, yeah. it's lovely in the cold February. And you get all sorts of great tips, right? Oh, yeah. To those and you can buy your bark, buy your pots, buy more orchids. Like, you can buy anything you need there, too. Okay. Yeah. I have it. You know how you buy them in the store and they come with that glass pot? That's, you know, like a plastic inside the yeah, glass. Yeah. Now, terracotta, would a clay pot be the same? Yeah, or does... clay is the same as terracotta, yeah. Okay. So what you want is you're going to lose the... Pla- well, so right now, is it's not in that plastic... Uh, Insert. No, it's in water. Yeah, okay. Yeah, so I would get yourself... See, the good thing about terracotta or clay is that, again, it provides that good drainage. Yeah. What size pot would I use? I have small clay and I have larger ones, maybe five-inch diameter at the top. Right, so it's going to depend how if the roots are very small, like you said, only about an inch of roots. Are yeah, they're about out. an inch and a half. Right, so I would if you've got a four-inch pot, I would go with that. Go go smaller rather than bigger because it's very shocking on a plant to go into too big of a pot. Yeah, okay. So, I know my other plants are all okay. I just didn't know about yeah. this. And yeah. for my Christmas decorations, I leave the lights on till March. I like coming up and seeing all the red lights outside. They're all yeah. around my front yard and my wreath. And the tree I usually take down about the beginning of February. Oh, really? Yeah, Very yeah, good. yeah. So you're like me. You're one of these, yeah. like, don't want to let it go. <laughs> Hold on to the system. <laughs> no, this my husband and I sit there every night. No, not yet, not yet, not, not yet. yet. <laughs> I just great. feel so awkward because everybody in my neighborhood unplugged their Christmas lights. Well, yeah. I mean, maybe not my whole neighborhood, yeah. just my street. But I'm like the oh, only yeah. one with lights. I'm like, what's going on? I guess I have to unplug mine, too. <laughs> like, well, our, uh, I have an excuse. They're frozen in the ground, and they're red for Valentine's Day. So. Right. Well, in our case, nobody's taken them down because they're frozen, but they've obviously Obviously, unplug them, right? No, I turn them on. I have them on every night still. Yeah, good, oh, good for, for you. you. Yeah. All right. I'm, I'm with you. Thanks, Lorraine. <laughs> Thanks for You're calling. You're welcome, and I love your show. Thank you. Bless your heart. Okay. Uh, you know, right across from, out in the farm there, uh, in Stoneville, Where you Northern live, Stoneville yep. area, there's a chap who lives across the road. Huge trees. got to be 80 feet high. Don't tell me. And, he's got lights He's got, he's got blue lights 
right to the top, and it is it's stunning. You can see How it from miles it? away. I don't know. He must have had a, 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 cherry, a cherry picker, picker come in there because it. But it's absolutely I beautiful, bet. and I'm so thankful he leaves it on. You know. Yeah, no kidding, because oh. you know exactly where your driveway is when you're driving <laughs> in the dark. That's exactly because otherwise, right. had you know, there's no street lights well, there. Like you're in the middle of yeah, nowhere. Yeah, exactly. But it's oh, not like the swans come out and say, "Here's here's where you live, Frank." <laughs> That's right. <laughs> All right, hey, uh, Lorraine in Cambridge. Good morning, and welcome to the show. Good morning, thanks for the tribute, Frank. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, my question about asparagus ferns, I have two that I keep in the bathroom. Mm. It's on a north window, and it goes on the north side of the house under the eaves in the summer. Mm. Both summer and winter, I get, um, like, big, long fronds, like, I guess, spears, like mm. asparagus spears. Yeah, exactly. And... Um, and I, uh, the, the earth is also mounded up in the middle. Mm. Uh, I wonder if it needs new pots. Well, like, how did it end up mounded up in the middle? Yeah, they, they, they're, they're healthy, uh-huh. but I'm forever picking those things out. And uh, I didn't know about, like, I guess I water, I do water when they're dry, but it's hard to tell. And I, <laughs> if I overwater, they flood onto the... That's not very uh, practical. <laughs> well, maybe can you put the fern into the bathtub when you're watering? No. No? Too too big for that? So, okay, two things. One is, when those spears come out, I would recommend you don't cut them out. I would try and let them be. I know they can be sharp, but I would try and let whatever grows, let it grow. Oh. Uh, in terms of this uh, repotting, it sounds like you might be very due for some repotting. Um, I wouldn't necessarily do it just now, because it's still... It's still kind of a. It's January. I, yeah. I'd wait till middle of February. I'd give it another month, and then you're in good condition. Now, whether you go into a bigger pot, I'm not sure. I guess it depends how much room you've got for these plants to get bigger. Because remember, yeah. a bigger pot means bigger plants. Yeah. So, but you can even take out of the existing pot. You know, check the roots. You might have some yucky, dead, you know, spongy black and brown roots that you could cut out. Uh, take off some of that old soil, get that mound off the center, and then with some fresh soil, repot into the same pot they've just come out of after you've scrubbed it out. Just because it'll be very refreshing for the plant, and it'll replenish, um, you know, some of the nutrient. And of course, you'll you'll fertilize at the same time. Okay. Now, um, as far as Christmas decor, I. I leave my tree up all year. It's artificial, obviously, and I decorate it at Easter. Oh, 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 <laughs> oh interesting. Really? Great. <laughs> so it becomes an Easter tree, and then a Halloween tree, right. and then yeah. a Christmas tree, and then a, a Valentine's tree. That's a cool idea. It's easier that way, too. And I keep, um, my little red and white lights out, I, uh, outside on, too, for Valentine's, and I put them on on July the 1st. Oh, yeah, good that's, idea. That's great. Wow. Such interesting systems people use. I'm so glad <laughs> I asked this question. I do like the, the, the brightness and the cheerfulness of them. Yeah, I find them very festive. And yeah, yeah. exactly. Very cheerful. Yeah. Good, wow. good stuff, Lorraine. Good information. Thank you so much. Thanks, Lorraine. Oh, golly. That, oh, that's golly. Uh, neat, huh? Wow. I've often thought of doing that, you know, but I just, you know, thought, oh, people will silly. laugh at you. But they won't. No. You'll no. say, I have good friends Admiration. that do this all the time. So I have a real tree, so I couldn't leave it up no. year round. But one of the things I do, and I will do today after I've taken, because it's just the lights that are left yeah. on my tree, um, is I'll cut off a lot of the lower 
uh, boughs or right, branches yeah. with my loppers, and then I'll take those big boughs and I'll lay them over top of some of my garden plants. Oh, that mulch that eventually becomes well, mulch. Then? No, I, I lay right these, the, you know, these big yeah. sort of sprays or boughs right over top of things like. Um, particularly hellebores. So this is an, an evergreen perennial. It's a low-growing uh-huh. perennial. And because we're at, we've got super cold temperatures, yeah. we don't have a lot of snow, these plants are being exposed to the cold and the wind oh, so and the ice yeah. and all this. So by putting the boughs over top, it just helps temper. Insulation. And yeah, a little yeah. bit of insulation just so that you don't have the extreme cold. And mm. then potentially, like we had rain, we were pouring rain two days ago. So we went, you know, from 10 above to... 20 below in like a yeah. very short period, which is very hard on plants. So that's what I will do later today is all these boughs will go out and around wherever I've got tender plants just yeah. to kind of give them a little Good bit idea. of a little bit of a blanket. little tip for others listening in out there. To and the garden sometimes show. I'll even yeah. keep my tree on the property if there's snow banks and just jam it into a snow bank and then hang some, you know, <laughs> that's kind of cool too. The, the peanut butter, uh, pine oh, the cones. Birds love that. Exactly. Yeah, you got it. I'm just glancing at the uh, clock here. Uh, okay. Time is our enemy on this show. Mm. Son of a gun. Never had and, and I've got to get my uh, bell ringing arm in shape because Ross in St. Catharines has been so patient waiting by. First time caller. We'll get to you, Ross. Honestly, we will as soon as we hear from some of our fine sponsors here on The Garden Show. Fur and feathers and bugs of all size. There's more going on in the garden than you realize. Should small creatures become a big problem, then you've got The Garden Show with Charlie Dobbin. Exclusively on Zoomer Radio. All righty, here we go, Charlie. Hey, yes, that's for Ross in St. Catharines. Welcome to the show, first-time caller. Yes, good morning. Good morning, welcome. Yes, thank you very much. How are you guys? Had had I not had such a bizarre plant, I wouldn't have hung on so long. But... <laughs> I'm glad you did. Well, so thank you. Let this, us know. This uh, hibiscus tree that I have is uh, some six feet tall. Mm. It's got a braided trunk. Oh, yeah. yeah. One of the braids died some years ago, so I cut that out. But mm. my question is, um, when the leaves all turn yellow and stuff, is, is it right to pluck them off as it's growing? Yeah, it's very normal. Hibiscus, well, all plants, as they're growing new leaves, will often drop old leaves. Okay. So it's not unusual to find that happening. Um, hibiscus will do this all the time. Uh, they will fall off eventually. Okay. What I do is, as long as, if there's any green left in a plant, in a leaf, I leave it alone because yeah. it's still photosynthesizing. But once it's pure yellow and it's just going to drop in a few minutes anyway, you're right. I'll just take it off and stick it in the composter. Okay. And, and again, the reason why I'm calling is this plant is some... Uh this August 1st, it'll be 33 years old. Wow. wow. Yeah. So six feet tall, and do you, do you do some pretty serious pruning on it a couple times a year? Well, or? I did last year because, and I don't mean to sound disrespectful, but I thought it had cancer, and I thought it was on its way out. Mm. And so I trimmed it like crazy, and the plant, I seriously thought it was on its last leg, mm. and the, believe it or not, it the lo- lady that bought it for my wife some 33 years ago she had passed away, and I had a small hibiscus flower mm-hmm. three inches across on it wow. at the time. Wow, oh. nice. And I haven't had a flower on it since, since. but it's getting a little rough-looking, mm-hmm. but I just thought, hey, I'd 
phone and get a few tips on well, it. For sure. The cutting back is very rejuvenating for hibiscus. So right. not necessarily now, but certainly within the next month mm-hmm. to six weeks maximum. Okay. Don't hesitate to cut it back and cut it back quite hard. Uh, I, I pretty well did that this time probably last yeah, year. Which is a great idea. And then you don't have to do it again until the next, you know, it's always kind of a spring uh, maintenance thing is cut the hibiscus right back at the same time, fertilize mm-hmm. and make sure it's getting as much light, as much sunlight, natural oh, it's light. Been in, it's been in the north uh, living room window, which is some eight feet across and six feet high. It's mm-hmm. been there for... <laughs> 30 years. This August will be 33 years. Oh, wow. That's, and it's so, but it's not done a lot of flowering in that 30 years, it doesn't sound like. Oh, no. I've had as many as 12 on it at oh, one time. Yeah. Really? Well, that's what's neat about the braided ones, because usually they're different colors. Oh, this one's all bright pink. Oh, sweet. Yeah. Yeah. So, okay, well, that's great. Good stuff. Well, thanks hey, Ross, for calling. Thanks for calling. I, I love day. hearing about that. Okay. You too. 33 years old yeah, hibiscus. Yeah, that, that is something. My huh? dad has a braided hibiscus uh-huh. that I got for him and my mom and it's the three colors it's three colors it's yellow, red and pink Um, I'm just noticing Emma has been hanging on the line there for 17 minutes so I'm just going to repeat the phone numbers because we have to take a break very shortly however uh, if you're in the Toronto area here's the number 416-360- 0740, and anywhere in the province, toll free, 1-866-740-4740. Now, with all that said, welcome, Emma, from Bolton. Nice to have Good you on morning. the show. Hi. Good morning. I have a question about uh, Oleander. Uh-huh. I got some cuttings from a friend about uh, almost two years ago, uh-huh. and they all rooted nicely, and I grew them outside, about four plants, uh-huh. and they, they had buds, but the buds never opened uh-huh. on me. They just fell off. Now I brought him indoors, mm-hmm. and two of them are full of buds again. Mm-hmm. So I'm wondering don't, if I'm going to get blooms from those, don't water. <laughs> and what I'm supposed to do, okay. like to you so, know, to what, make sure that they do. All right. So oleander is extremely drought tolerant, and okay. the reason it probably would drop its buds is because it's it's too wet too often. So don't all water. Right. Maybe because of all the rain we had this year. <laughs> yes, exactly. So they do mm-hmm. want to really, really is, are they in quite big pots or no? They're still little. Uh, they're not big plants yet because yeah. they're only not, not two years old. Right, so they're like six inch pots probably? Uh, no, no, they're fairly big. Oh, okay. Like they grew quite a bit. So. Okay. <laughs> no, they're bigger than that. All right, so About 12, 12 inch. Oh, okay. So the 12-inch pot is a big pot for a two-year-old plant. So you've got a lot of soil there, is my point. So um, whether you get yourself a moisture meter, which will give Mm -hmm. you some idea of the moisture levels in the pot way down deep, or you're just going to get a handle of sticking your finger right down into the soil. But the point is, oleander wants to dry right down in between waterings. Treat oleander... And I'm pretty pretty good with that. So I I do just check my soil, you know, when it's wet, I water, and I haven't been overwatering them. Yeah, I was going to say, treat it like you would uh, Mm -hmm. aloe vera. So it's just... You can get it... Leave it to the point of limpness. Let the leaves go limp. Then, you know, it's time to water. Oh, really? Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah, so that... I know we often think that something's quite dry, but way down at the bottom of the pot, there's still lots of moisture available. So mm-hmm. that's, that's why it would gave to me, hers was huge. You yeah. know, she was bringing it in, but she would go dormant in her basement for the oh, winter. Yeah. Yeah. People do that too. Uh, uh, yeah, if you've got a spot in the basement, you just let it, just let it dry right out. 
cut it all back, bring it up in the spring, and it'll go. Mm, okay, maybe yeah. next year I'll try that. Okay. <laughs> okay. All right. uh, quickly, Thank you, yeah, about Christmas decorations. Yeah. Um, tree, uh, because I follow the, our Christian calendar, mm. never before the 6th, which is Epiphany yeah. of January, oh, that's when the three kings came right. with the gifts. That's right. So anytime after that, you anytime. can take your tree down, but not before that. Not before the 6th. <laughs> okay. Okay. Excellent. I think that's probably what my neighbors are all doing. Yeah. They're probably following that same calendar. So, because I, Everybody seems to disappear. Everything disappears, like, all <laughs> yeah. within sort of 24 hours. Too soon. Too I soon. know. Too yeah. soon for me. Thanks, Thank Emma. You, Emma. Yeah. Great. Have great a great weekend, and uh, thanks for joining us here on The Garden Show. Um, I, I was just thinking, you know, I've got this darn cold. So if people have their computers on, and you go to uh, Zoomer Radio, the, uh, the main Don't page. Don't look at well, the screen. Yeah. Well, no, but I've got to explain. <laughs> I'm sitting here sometimes. Pressing on my nose because I'm trying not to sneeze. <laughs> and I thought, oh, I thought because I smelled bad. We, huh? I thought maybe I smelled bad or something. <laughs> no, no, I just try not to sneeze and throw you right off. Anyway, that's a no, crazy I'd probably just laugh. picture. Yeah, you probably would too. Oh, okay, you know, we we we'll come back to uh, talk oh. maybe about uh, the event you had taken part in or yesterday. Plus, or I do have an announcement days. that I have. Okay, all right. Yet, uh, phone numbers still apply. Of course, if you call in, we'll get to you. Four one six three six zero zero seven forty in Toronto, anywhere in the province, toll free to reach Charlie Dobbin here. One eight six six seven forty four seven forty, and back at a mo. Daffodils and daisies, bluebells and begonias, forsythia and foxgloves, marigolds, magnolia, lavender and lupins, dahlias, delphiniums, stalks, fox, hollyhocks, tulips and sweet williams. You've picked the right place for everything floral. This is The Garden Show with Charlie Dobbin, exclusively on Zoomer Radio. So bossy. Well, you're no, all worried that I haven't well, pressed the right had, buttons in the right well, time. Well, you had you had taken control of that monitor, and I couldn't <laughs> tell whether they're callers or what. I, but now we see, see it's clear clear sailing. That's correct. Were. And yeah. I was just asking, you're going on a great holiday. Yes. I'm super jealous. Toward the end of the month, um, going to Shirley and I, my uh, um, sister-in-law and brother-in-law, uh, Ron and Sue from St. Catherine, pardon me, from uh, Waterloo, um, we're going to be going to Punta Cana in... Uh, uh, Dominican, Dominican Republic. Republic. Yeah, yeah. Oh, for so, two whole weeks. Oh my gosh, I can't wait. Well, it can get cold, really cold, and I wouldn't mind because I can. I've got warm weather. I was going to say it won't get line. cold there. Not there. No, no, no it's no. going to be gorgeous. Yeah. Anywho, oh. you've got some. Uh, you've got an email or or no? I've got all kinds of stuff here. So yeah. here, let's do this. Some um, quick and dirty. What's coming up? This is in the future, ten days from today, Tuesday, January the twenty third. I think they're calling, oh yeah, they are. They're calling it the Three Amigos. Mm -hmm. So it's the Applewood Garden Club hosting an annual fundraiser featuring the Three Amigos. So you know who they are. Mark Cullen, Frank Fergini, and Dennis Flanagan. Oh, yes. Okay, so the three guys on Tuesday, January 23rd at the Great Hall Unitarian Congregation, 84 South Service Road in Mississauga, 7 p.m. There's going to be all speaking on healthy gardening for today's world. It is a $20 admission, and all net proceeds go to the Highway of Heroes. So Highway of Heroes oh, is where wonderful. they've been planting trees, right, mm-hmm. along the Highway yeah. of Heroes. So... <clears throat> Excuse me, hohtribute.ca for more information about that. But if you can get out to 
watch the listen to the three amigos. I'm sure they'll be yeah. quite entertaining. Yeah, and just mentioned to Dennis Flanagan that he's got to start working on his golf game. He didn't beat me by all that much. So uh, he's got to work on his golf yeah. game, or you've well, got to work I've on got, your golf. Oh, I've got a ton of work I got to do. <laughs> yeah. Yes, I did see Dennis this past week. I was attending a trade show. Yeah. So Landscape Ontario every year in January puts together something called Congress. It happens at the Congress Center, mm-hmm. and it's quite a large event. Thousands of exhibitors, um, thousands of attendees. It covers acres and acres. It's the entire Congress uh, building. And um, it's it's always a great opportunity to see what's new, uh, talk to the growers. It's a trade show, so it's just for the trade. Um, and a schmooze, et cetera, et cetera. Back in the day when I worked for Canada Blooms, I used to go and beg and borrow for donations for plants for, for Canada Blooms. Um, now, of course, I don't do that, so I would have gone anyway. But this year they hired me to to MC or host a stage, a brand new um, performance art. I was calling it stage, called it the Green Live stage, uh-huh. and it was very fun. It was all, Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday, so the three days of the show. I was there with experts, all of whom were there speaking about trees. Mm. And it was I can't tell you. I learned a whole bunch of stuff. I mean, I thought I knew everything, but clearly <laughs> yeah, I didn't. Wait a minute. <laughs> well, you know, it's like how certain things are done by certain companies. So, for example, um, two, like there was two speakers a day. So the first on Tuesday, the first day, the first speaker, oh, actually, it was two speakers who are both growers. Mm-hmm. One grows for the industry, so they sell trees to stores, like retail stores and right. garden centers. They also sell to contractors and mm-hmm. to municipalities. The other was a conservation authority, so they grow trees for the conservation authority. And again, their customers tend to be rural customers, right? But still, it was. It not, was not to put you on the spot, but you mentioned you learned so much mm. and the stuff you didn't know. Mm. What what one thing stands out maybe in your mind? Uh, I should have actually clued you in that I'd ask that well, question. Well, I, I, I learned, okay, so I learned probably the biggest thing I learned was proper staking techniques, staking trees. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, some okay. different different ways, things I've never seen or heard of before. So that was interesting. Staking, I learned about soil remediation, how much, how to do it, all the differences around bare root and container and uh, wire basket plantings, uh, long-term uh, pruning, etc. Well, you are a good student as well as being a good teacher. Uh, it was really you. interesting. Yeah. It was. I was I had a lot of fun. I hope uh, I hope you do it again next year. Very good. All right. Okay. Look at that. We're fresh I, out of time. Here. I know the racetrack is gone. Yeah. So yeah. what's going on? You're back. This I'm afternoon? back at one thirty. Yeah. For First, uh, live in the city. You're going to buy me steak and eggs. I uh, <laughs> no dry toast, huh? Just mm. to be clear. Okay. All right. Yeah. Yeah. I'm buying. I'm buying. <laughs> Thanks, Frank, in advance. Thank you, Sebastian. And thanks to all our great callers. Couldn't do any of this without you. See you again next week. This has been an exclusive podcast of The Garden Show with Charlie Dobbin. Heard every Saturday morning at 9 on Zoomer Radio, the new AM740. This has been an exclusive podcast of The Garden Show with Charlie Dobbin. Heard every Saturday morning at 9 on Zoomer Radio, the new AM740. This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show.